0: You are listening to Fast Track Podcast, the place to be to fast track your personal finance or fast track your business, or both, through a series of conversations with those who have learned it, done it, and made it. Michael started his career as an engineer. While working full time, he taught himself trading and then became a professional trader. In the past seven years, he devoted his life to studying the movements of financial markets. This led him into a deep investigation of ancient traditions and knowledge, including traditional astrology. In this episode, he shares with us his personal journey from an engineer working in big corporates to a full-time trader, and then the founder of Question of Time. Hello, Michael, welcome to our podcast.
1: Hi, thank you so much for having me here.
0: I'm very happy that you can make your time today. And there must be a lot of interesting things coming from your side, because I know that you have already started two business now. And then let's talk about it. Um, you were an engineer as a professional, right?
1: Yes, yes, I was a, I was a chemical engineer. I worked and, in that industry for a few years.
0: Okay, and then later you became a professional trader, like you trade at home.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: Why do you make the change?
1: Okay, well, when I was working as an engineer, um, when I first got into engineering because I had... My drive for engineering was more about wanting to understand how things work. That was always... I, I wasn't the guy who would sort of take apart a car mechanically, but it was a sort of a an understanding of how things fit together and how everything, how everything works. So it wasn't necessarily engineering that got me into engineering. So when I was actually doing the job as of, of an engineer, um, I realized that the day to day life of working as an engineer wasn't so much about that. It wasn't so much about what really, you know, fulfilled me. Um, and it became kind of repetitive. So I knew for quite some time that it wasn't something I wanted to continue with in the long, long term. Um, and then it was about four and a half years ago now, Um, not, not too dissimilar situation to what's going on with a lot of people now. So the oil price crashed and I was working in, in the chemical industry, essentially in chemical engineering, and they offered redundancies for people. You know, you had the choice to volunteer or, you know, if if not enough people volunteer, they will pick people. Right. Um, and I wasn't planning to quit my job at all. I had no plans about what I wanted to do. Um, because for me it wasn't really the moment to quit but this came up and I knew deep within me that this was not something I wanted to do forever so when there comes an opportunity where someone's literally offering to pay you a decent amount of money to do something you know you need to do at some point it it was very clear to me that that was the moment that I had to take it Um, even without a plan about what to do next yeah I just had this strong feeling within me and and I had to take it so that at that time I'd already been trading for some time, sort of for fun and like I said, kind of out of an interest to understand to uh, to investigate how these things work because I used to travel a lot. I just started wondering what makes the, the currencies change. You know, sometimes you'll go to a country and it'll be worth this and you'll go again a few years later it'll be worth something else. And I wonder, you know, why is this happening? I used to travel a lot to Thailand. I know they used to have, well, they probably still do, but they'd have these periods of political um, uncertainty and riots, and that would always affect the value of the currency a lot. So it was these kind of things. It was it was from traveling that got me into looking at the markets. And then it became kind of a fun game for me. Um, at that point, I wasn't risking a lot of money. It was just sort of experimenting and looking for patterns. So it kind of went from there.
0: Did you learn from someone or you taught yourself well, how do you yeah, that? I
1: I did um, first. Like I said at the beginning, I was sort of playing around, just looking for patterns, seeing seeing how this this markets worked. But then I came across someone who you know been doing this as a trader for all of his life, thirty four years. Um, and I started learning from him, his online training program. I did that for a few years. Actually, I still I still do. Um, I still receive mentoring from him at this time. Um, but that's what really he had a very simple strategy you know a lot of people will look at many different things i'm not sure how many of your listeners will be familiar with the markets but you know there's a lot of different ways you can trade but his strategy was very simple just looking at essentially patterns that were occurring in the charts um on all different levels and and how to use those and it was it was uh, it was a simple but effective strategy and it was from there that i sort of built More of a consistent, uh, more consistent results. Um, But at the time I quit my job, as I said, I wasn't ready to trade full time, and it wasn't even my plan. So when I first quit, when I took the redundancy, it was also actually a moment of my life where there was there were a lot of things changing. So I was suffering from quite a, a serious health issue with my with my legs. I was on crutches. Everything was going on at the same time. It was kind of like now (laughs) it was a really crazy time for me personally this in this case not for the whole world Um, but i know i'm sure people um also uh, experiencing similar things right now it's inevitable Uh, but it's an opportunity as well as a a challenge that's that's what i kind of want to get across here so at first i didn't know what to do and it took a little while to to figure out my next steps but then i was making money from the trading so i just sort of went with that to see where it would lead. And and again, it was not something that I felt was my final destination, but it was something that was presenting itself to me then. Um, So I went with it um, and the journey continued, you know.
0: What is the cornerstone that make you from a casual trader into a full-time trader?
1: It was taking it, well, most, most simply taking it more seriously. So I started recording every single thing I did, why I did it. Um, looking back over time, analyzing, reviewing. Um, I'm not sure if there was one thing in particular, but sort of one thing leads to another. Just taking it more like a business than a hobby, because a lot of people, and it was the same for me, when you start, you find it fun and you think, okay, this the market—the lines are going up, now lines are going down. Oh, I, I think I can know when the line is going to go down next. And that can be all very nice and fun. But that's not gonna lead you to long-term success. So I think it's something that also every trade has to go through is is a big loss. So I never lost like a huge amount in terms of losing everything, which many traders do, but you have to go through a significant loss that hurts you in my experience before you can take it seriously, before you can respect the markets. Um, So I could talk all day about different market lessons, but yeah, again, it was a kind of a rite of passage. You go through um, maybe some difficult, times in the markets and you understand, you know, you start to respect them and you and you see it with a different perspective and, and you go from there, really.
0: So do you respect the market now? Uh,
1: Yes, certainly. (laughs) Um, Yeah, 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 for sure. But, um, you know, for for those who have put enough work in, and spent enough time um, investigating and really studying how they how they work, it's a good opportunity, but you have to take it seriously. It's not a game. Um, it may fa- it may, feel like a game at the beginning and that's okay to get into it, but you have to really take it seriously. You have to understand that you're not going to get rich quick. That's another thing. And a lot of people say, Oh, trading. Yeah. There's all these, to be honest, scams where people try to tell you they're going to teach you to trade and you're going to change your, your life around completely in, in a few months. And it's not possible because, even if you're just copying someone who's successful at first, eventually for you to make that long-term, you have to go through your own lessons. You have to have your own ups and downs. Um, and that just takes time, ultimately. But the opportunity is there for those who are interested enough, but it has to be something that you really you really have the dedication to learn properly. Otherwise, forget it. It's not worth your time. It's much harder than it, than it seems.
0: Mm-hmm. How did you compare your job as a trader versus your previous job as an engineer?
1: Completely different. So at first, the, the biggest thing for me was the freedom. So when I first started trading full time, I had so much more time for a start. Um, because the way I trade, I look at the markets just once per day. I don't trade intraday because for me, I found that wasn't how I will be successful. It's a lot more emotionally challenging. Um, so I found I had a lot more time. I had the freedom to to do what I wanted when I wanted. And for me, the best part of that is is that it gave me the time to learn the things and to do the things that were really calling me. So when you're in a full-time job, you don't have a lot of time to yourself. A lot of the time in the office, you're not actually maybe being the most productive. You're not really working all of that time. But you have to be there. You have to look like you're doing something. Obviously, every job is different, and some jobs are more demanding than others. But in general, um, whereas if you're working for yourself, once you get used to it, because there is a period of time where you have to adapt and you have to find out how it's going to work for you, what routines do you need to make, um, and it's going to take a little bit of tinkering and time. But um, once you've got that, once you've got that set up, you'll find you have a lot more. Freedom, not necessarily in time always, but you have freedom to decide exactly what you want to do. For me, the biggest thing about being an entrepreneur and working for myself is um, the growth potential. Because you are then 100% responsible for your results. You cannot blame your boss for not giving you a promotion. You cannot blame the project for failing. If you don't succeed, it's your own fault. So then you have to look at yourself without any mercy, and find out what's holding you back. And a lot of the time, it's not necessarily your business strategy, it's your internal stuff. It's maybe something to do with your psychology, something to do with your beliefs that are holding you back. And it really just unlocks a massive personal growth experience, which I think is priceless. Um, so for me, yeah, I'm not sure what the question was, but there we go. That's, uh, that's how, that's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And then what are the challenges you face? Maybe you mentioned a little bit earlier on, but compared to an office job, what are the biggest challenges you experience?
1: Yeah, the biggest challenge most likely is uh, the loss of a stable income. Uh, So at first, like I said, you may have some challenges being organized, getting up in the morning, but that can be overcome as long as you're doing something you believe in, which I can maybe talk more about later. But... Um, yeah, the biggest thing, at least for me, was the lack of a stable income. So as a trader, by nature, your income goes up and down. Like some, As a trader, you should expect not always to have a prof- profitable month. And some months will pay for losses in other months. Um, but, but even in general, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, you don't have that stability. You don't have that security. Um, so that can be a challenge.
0: How did you deal with the uncertainties?
1: Well, I only committed to this path because I had some buffer, some security, some savings for my job. So that sort of helped to, as I said, buffer any any ups and downs. But it also motivates you to succeed because you know suddenly it becomes real. Um, whereas you can just sort of coast by. And I felt that in my job, I was just stagnating. And that's what I hated the most about it. I had good benefits, good salary. I could travel in terms of a job. It was, it was pretty perfect for me, but I was stagnating because I recognized that no matter how hard I work, there's a limit to how far, I, how quickly I can progress. You know, I have in the company I was in at least I had to wait certain amounts of time I had to be at the company for a certain amount of years before I could be considered for a change in role or promotion. I mean, even if you, you work your ass off, if you really work very hard, maybe you can get it a little sooner. But ultimately, I had just, my job was similar day in, day out, and there wasn't a, a difference between the amount of work I put in. And with my personality, now everyone's personality is different because some people were like this sort of stability, but perhaps they're not the ones who are driven to be entrepreneurs. With my personality, I felt that I was stagnating. I felt very bad about that i felt i was going nowhere um and i felt sort of alarm bells ringing in my head that my life you know i could wake up one day and i'd be the the guy with gray hair doing kind of the same thing that i was doing with Mm -hmm. a little little bit more money and i felt like you Mm -hmm. know i cannot say anything about this guy's life but i felt that there was a danger of my life passing me by without doing the things i needed to do at that point as i said i didn't know what it is i needed to do but i knew (laughs) it wasn't stagnating going nowhere just doing what I was told, filling in reports and, and Excel numbers. Mm-hmm. That was not what I needed to be doing. So,
0: And then how many years have you been trading? Trading? Yeah.
1: I've been trading now for about seven years. Okay. But when I started doing it full-time, it was only two or three years. Mm-hmm. So I still had many lessons to learn. But as I said, I kind of fell into it. Um, and from there, I've learned. I've learned a lot which actually led me to to something else that I've started more recently as well.
0: Um, You mentioned many times about learning and you what do you mean by learning?
1: Learning I mean it's just pushing yourself to expanding your horizons, um, changing your perspective on on the world. You know a lot of the things we learn when we're growing up in school in university um, are not quite right. We learn many things but we also forget how to how to think we 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 get we get taught to remember certain facts that may or may not be facts and repeat them back um and ultimately the world doesn't work the way that we we are taught in many respects so for me the biggest thing about about learning outside of the mainstream uh occupations and work and education system is that I was able to see things by necessity um, from a different perspective. And from that, it just led to many more things to learn, basically, yeah.
0: Is that how you came up with this, um, another business idea, the question of
1: timing? Yes, yes. That Yeah, exactly. So trading, I was always wanting to understand more and more how the markets worked like i said at the beginning so i went from looking at fundamental analysis to looking at chart patterns to all these different techniques to understand the markets and what caused them and i came to the conclusion that um it was people's emotions and psychology that moved the markets so we're talking here about things like crowd psychology Um, i came to the conclusion that the markets were not rational because people were not rational. So we would have extremes of sentiment from manias um, of overbought to, you know, crashes at the end of at the end of bear markets where everyone, the, the prices are not what they should be because people have panicked. So, yeah, but then I wanted to look deeper and I wanted to understand, okay, so that's the next step what moves the markets is is people and what changes people. So then I had to understand why do people as a whole, crowds go through these phases. And it was sort of by mistake that I came across the answer, which is astrology. But when I say astrology, I want to make it clear. It's not what most people think of as astrology, because when, when we hear that word these days, everyone thinks it's a load of nonsense in general. Um, And a lot of the stuff being put as astrology is absolute nonsense. So, you know, I'm talking about sun sign columns. I'm talking about, you know, things like that, vague psychological readings. Now I could go into a a lot of the reasons why this is the case, but I don't think we have time for all of that. But essentially I want to say that um, astrology is simply the study to some extent, of cycles. And it's been going on for thousands of years. Now, most recently, the last few hundred years, most of that knowledge has been lost and it's been converted to a kind of psychological therapy. But that's not what astrology always has been. That's not what astrology was developed as. So if you actually look with an open mind, which people seem to have a very great difficulty doing with astrology because we will have our conceptions about it, Um, if you actually consider it with an open mind and do the research and you look into previous cycles in the markets and it's the same with the business cycles. It's the same with even weather. Everything is caused by the same thing. Um, And if you look into it deep enough, you will see that playing out. So it was sort of by chance that I came across this. It was a friend of mine who wanted to learn trading from me, um, who had a friend who'd written a book about, using astrology in, in the markets. And so when she was speaking to me on the phone about the possibility of learning trading from me, she mentioned this book, she said, I don't normally talk about this book to people. I just have a feeling that I need to tell you about it. Okay. And so I said, you know, um, sure I'll, I'll check it out. And I first, when the first time I looked at it, I thought, oh, okay, this looks like a <laughs> massive load of nonsense. It's, an, it's a mistake to judge something without investigating mm-hmm. it. Now, as a scientist, uh, that's what we should be doing. You know, We shouldn't judge something based on our preconceptions. We sh- need to test it rigorously, but most scientists don't do that. So many scientists claim they've proven astrology doesn't work, but they actually haven't learnt astrology first, the mm-hmm. proper astrology, mm-hmm. to be able to test it. And there's there's been several cases, like mine, where you've actually looked into it properly and uh, then you found there is truth to it when you go deep enough. Anyway, so that's how I got into it. was well, the name so I of the started... book again? The name of the book? Okay, well, um, it's a book. It cost about $4,000. <laughs> 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 um, it's so, one yeah. book
0: or one giant that, book? That
1: was one book, yeah. It cost $4,000. So I, w- I was looking at this book and I was thinking, oh my God, um, what on earth is this? But I knew something about, about the person from... Um, from my friend and i had a feeling that i needed to check it out so yeah i did and and then it sort of opened up a whole i guess you could call it pandora's box but it wasn't so dangerous it was just a whole new world Mm -hmm. of of information comes from that because then you start to see if this is true then what else is true
0: is this what else sorry is it only about Astrology, or is astrology with the market with trading? The
1: the that that book is specifically astrology and trading. Okay. I mean, there is there are several books on this topic, so it's not that you would have to read that one. You could read ones that were much cheaper, but ultimately, yeah, you you discover a whole new world because you you start to consider them. What else did I learn that is not true? <laughs> and then you look into it. But so I spent some time a couple of years after that, the last couple of years, at least maybe two or three now. Um, working on this stuff because it's very complicated it's not something you just sort of pick up and, and implement and that's probably why people think it doesn't work but it, it it does work and it and i've spent a few years now um implementing this into my trading and then researching everything that's led from that um as i said it opened up many other things so then that read, led recently to um, starting a new venture which is called question of timing which is focused on using this knowledge and related knowledge that I've also learned to help people outside of the markets. Because what I discovered fairly, well, not fairly soon, but what I discovered after a while, that the most valuable application, that's the most really valuable application, perhaps not terms, in terms of money, but what's really valuable is the application of this stuff to our lives outside of the markets. Because as I said, the whole point was to understand why people act a certain way, because that was what I was investigating to understand why the markets move. So, yeah, it opens up a whole new world. So that's what I'm. That's what I'm doing now. I'm also still doing the trading, but I'm transitioning more in, into this stuff because I find it more, more interesting. You know, it's kind of a journey, especially as an entrepreneur. That's that's what I love about it. Because, as I said, in the company, you, you can stagnate, and sure, you can switch companies, but you don't have that freedom to pick up a new book one day and it changed your life. You know, and mm-hmm. to to change your journey and to follow, keep following these signs and following where it leads you. And in that time, I've, I've changed myself completely, you know, there's a factor of all the inner work I had to do as a trader, all this knowledge that I've picked up over the years, looking sort of outside the box of what we're taught in academia and, and industry and testing these things. So one other quick thing I want to say about astrology and trading is that astrology in general it's very difficult to test or prove because our lives are quite subjective um so you know you could say okay i had a great day today you know or i got some money today yeah okay but what's that going to happen anyway you know i mean what's a good day to you what's a bad day to you if i tell you next year is going to be great for you and you have a great year does that mean i was right or did you think that was going to happen because i told you it was going to be a great year so it's quite subjective and it's and it's very hard in that way First of all, to prove this stuff works, but also to see what works and what doesn't. Because even within astrology, there are are many things that um, are not really valid, because this is something that's been passed down for a long period of time. But anyway, in the markets, it's quite simple because the price of something can either go up, it can go down, or it can stay the same. It's not subjective at all. You can quite clearly see the effect of these things. So if you then look over enough data, you can start to statistically prove certain things. Um, so that's what proved this stuff to me. Um, and then from that, with that knowledge of what works and what doesn't, then you can apply that to your life as well.
0: Mm, how did you see, by implementing the astrology into your trading, how did you see the result?
1: Well, I started to be able to anticipate uh, the direct, the future direction of prices with a lot more accuracy. That was the main thing, that was the first thing. But the second and I would argue most important thing is I was able to then anticipate what periods of time I was more likely to be successful personally and what periods of time I was less likely to be successful personally. And then adjusting my trading to trade more or risk more on certain times or perhaps not trade at all on other times. And it took obviously a lot of testing. But as I said, I kept records of everything. So I was able to look back over a long period of time and see, does this make sense? You know, if I'm trading at these certain moments when these things are happening in the sky, for me personally, what were my results like at those times? So from there, you can then extend that obviously outside of trading. But that was the most valuable part for me.
0: And can you give us a concrete example how to use astrology? in other aspects of our lives?
1: Okay, sure. Um, so linked to what I said, just now about periods of time where things are more likely or less likely to be successful. That's quite a, a simple one to understand. So based on that, that kind of thing is, is kind of complex, but that based on that kind of thing, there's, a, there's this branch of astrology called electional astrology. Election simply means to choose. So it's essentially the branch of astrology that deals with choosing a certain time to do something to make it more successful, make it a bigger chance of being successful. So when I talk about these periods in trading or in our lives where um, where we're more or less like to be successful, you can think about you can think about it like a river. So a river has a current, or even a tide. So you're swimming in the sea or a river, and there's a tide coming against you. It's best at that time. It's not that you cannot succeed; it's that it's just going to be much more difficult for you. So it's best at that time to wait or to do something else because at different times different parts of our lives will be flowing in different directions so if you're aware of that then you can wait and then you can always be swimming with the tide which is just going to make everything more easy more flowing and more likely to achieve success for you so this branch of election astrology um, say you want to do something important like maybe launch your new business something like this or anything really uh, it could be proposed to your your girlfriend for example something like this let's say it's, you want to launch your new business you can then find time in general in the sky and also specifically for you where the currents of this energy are flowing in the direction to make that more successful and then you then you can carry out that action at that time and you're going to be more likely to be successful. So that's actually a service that offer. And I did that for an entrepreneur a couple of months ago. And she did a, a launch. Um, it wasn't a new. It wasn't a new product, but it was kind of a marketing campaign. And she did a webinar and all these things. And I chose her the date and the time during the day according to her specifications. Because obviously, I cannot say. Tell you, Excuse me, I cannot say to do something at 2 a.m. if it's a, a webinar, you know, but according to that, and she had, as a result of that, by far the most sales she's, she's ever had selling this program, and she had so much great feedback. And so, you know, this stuff isn't, isn't I don't use the word magic, it isn't magic, it's not going to work on its own, it's just going to help you. And if you act at certain times where things are going to be difficult for you, it's not that you cannot succeed, it's just everything's going to be harder, and you're much less likely to get the results you want.
0: And who can get this service from you? Is it for business owners, or it's also for people who might plan something big in their life, but they don't know when to do it?
1: Yeah, anyone, anyone at all. Um, so it's just one example of how we can use astrology. So if you if you go on my website, there's a lot more information, or you can contact me. I'm sure, my contact details will be um, attached to the podcast, but. Um, anyone, basically anyone who wants in this case to do something important. Um, There's also ways you can use astrology to get sort of guidance and clarity on issues that are bothering you. There's a lot you can do with your health, which is something I'm going to be working more with Mm -hmm. in the, in the near future. There's so much you can do with health. So there's a whole branch of astrology called medical astrology. There was actually, um, a compulsory part of the education of doctors up until the Renaissance. Mm-hmm. Um, as recently, just a few hundred years ago, doctors had to study this branch of astrology, medical astrology, alongside their other medical studies before they could qualify because it it's that powerful. Um, although it's fallen out of favor in the mainstream these days, it doesn't mean it, it doesn't work. Um, so that's just another branch of astrology. Astrology is very varied. It goes much beyond this whole psychological reading, which sometimes uh, is, is a lot of nonsense, unfortunately.
0: And maybe you can tell the audience what is the what is your website or do you have email address or do you have a social yes. media account that people can follow Yes, you?
1: my website is simply questionoftiming.com. Okay. So it's Q-U-E-S-T-I-O-N of timing.com. And mm-hmm. you can reach me at Michael at questionoftiming.com.
0: And for your trading business, do you also coach other people how to trade?
1: Yeah, so I still have a program. It's a complete training program. We have quite a long video course we have monthly group coaching sessions we have a community and you can also contact me at any time so it's a kind of a training and mentoring program because I quickly realized that unlike most of the weekend training courses to succeed in, in the markets you really need that long-term ongoing mentorship because it's through the experience that you really understand things so I still have that and also sort of one-to-one stuff so I have a website for that. It's separate it's mangrovetrading.com m-a-n-g-r-o-v-e trading.com
0: trading.com and again
1: you can reach me michael at mangrovetrading.com with any questions about anything I've spoken about today or anything in general just feel free to reach out
0: yeah so for the audience out there if you have any questions just send him an email (laughs) I don't know how many emails (laughs) will you expect after today's podcast
1: (laughs) well I'm happy to answer any questions I get unless i get like a million but i don't think so so i'm always happy to help anyone who reaches out to me so don't be okay shy.
0: okay thank you very much it was really nice um, talking to you it really opened my mind that i didn't know astrology and trading can be working together
1: yeah it's it's not very well known but it is possible okay thank
0: you bye-bye thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Fast Track Podcast. Show me your support by liking this episode and sharing it with your friends. Join the Facebook group at Fast Track Podcast 1, or you can find us on Instagram, YouTube, and of course the homepage fasttrack.live. See you in the next episode.